This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We have Toddy Goldsmith. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Joy, it is a mouthful though. Olivia Newton-John, it's a lot. And Newton-John was a hyphen from my great-great-grandparents. Right. So So my great-great-great-grandmother was um, Newton and she married a gentleman with the surname John and they hyphened it, which is quite rare. Yeah. That was in England. Yeah. 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 It's quite rare, isn't it? And then it became Newton-John. Imagine if we did that with every generation, we'd have Mm. the longest names Names ever. ever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Toddy, tell our listeners what's your connection, and that's that's probably why you're here in this uh, wonderful role on this fantastic night that's going to happen, or a couple of nights. Um, What's your connection? Liv... I hate saying was, isn't that weird? Mm. Liv is my aunt because right. she still is my aunt, she right? She still is, yeah. yeah. So um, my mum's sister. Right. Yes. So it's that close. It's not a third aunt or something like that. Yeah, it's no, a- she's my mummy's sister. Wow. And, yeah. and um, you kept on coming up a you know, like I would see Olivia in the country and you would often be there with her and all that. So you were quite involved in her life, weren't you? Yeah, well, I mean, the whole family is. We're a really close family. and um, But I also had the role of Goodwill Ambassador. Oh, well, before she even asked me to be Goodwill Ambassador, I worked with her in the hospital from 20 years ago. Wow. Like before it was even a hole in the ground. Yeah. Because on a level, she just knew that she was going to pass me the baton and she made that quite clear. So Fantastic. she's had me in training. Yeah. And... Um, so that kind of added another beautiful layer to the friendship, yep. you know, because yep. we're working together and she trusted me to be her eyes and ears and make some decisions for her. And yeah. so now it's it's um it makes sense that I'm doing it and it's just beautiful that Chloe and John came out last year and yeah. I pray they come every year. Yeah. Now, what was it like growing up as a little kid having an auntie that was that famous? Well, when I was little, I didn't know because you don't know. And it wasn't like there wasn't social media. There was, I think, three. Oh, true. I'm an old bird. I'm a 1962 <laughs> like baby. <laughs> so we, I think there were three channels at the time. So I didn't know that she was famous mm. until Greece because ah. it changed everyone at school. Right. And that's when I was like, what, what? And it was quite overwhelming, actually, to see someone that is your aunt. And I knew she was a singer. I mean, way back, our dad, his name was Brian mm. Goldsmith, had and, his... And a very famous person here in Melbourne, you know, like yeah, nightclub Yeah, he's person. like the doyen of the nightclub industry yeah, and, yeah. you know, and a big character. And um, so he had a... A coffee shop. I, I'm doing inverted quotes <laughs> here because oh, I'm idiot. sure there was alcohol involved. And, um, you know, so this is back in the 50s. Yeah. And Olivia was 14 and he had her coming in and singing wow. on her guitar after school, you know, so as it, because she just wanted to sing. And so, she, you know, it's, Olivia's been, she actually was more of a mother to my brother, sister, and I than I actual mother was yeah. because just, you know, in the cone of us all talk, well, we're not in the cone, I'm just saying what it was. Rona, who was Olivia's sister, left the left the country when I was about two and a half and went to, moved back to London and then when Greece took off, she moved over to the States. And um, so she, we didn't really have a strong relationship with her but Olivia stepped in right. and was more of that role, more okay. of a maternal kind of yeah. figure for us. But, but then, lucky. you know, like Greece, you know, being yeah. so, so famous and, you mm. know, kept on rearing its head every couple of years so that album would go back to number one. 
one. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but then she became a household name, a worldwide household name uh, with the physical album and, and um, you know, she was quite raunchy at oh, one stage. Yeah, I know. But Grease was the one that really turned that corner yes. because she yep. had the arc mm. of the sweet Sandy, which mm. was very much Olivia to yeah. the raunchy. Mm. And I used to get really embarrassed watching her do that <laughs> because she just wasn't that person. And I was like, I can feel my face turning red now. I'd like I put my head down. And I'll go, no, Liv, don't do it. But, but do you know what? The really interesting <laughs> thing is that um, uh, when she did Xanadu uh, and, um, and, and she was recording the album, uh, and I won't name the, the person, but he was in ELO, uh, and he produced the album and wrote a lot of the songs. They had planned a couple of days for Olivia to go into all the vocals uh, on, the, on the album. Jeff Lynn is his name. And, um, uh, and he, he couldn't believe it. She walked in. Uh, and she said, oh, I'm thinking of this or that and whatever. Nailed them yeah. one after the other. And he actually had to say to her, I've got to apologise because I thought that you were going to be, you know, like this person that can't really sing or whatever. And But her background, she was a singer, as you, you said, know, a 14-year-old. 14. And I think she was underestimated mm, she like was. she has yeah, perfect pitch absolutely. and i know yeah. we all go to concerts right and they can trick things up nowadays but they didn't used to be able to they can do live tweaking of notes as it's going they have machines that do it olivia is actually pitch perfect yep. Mm. Yep. and she can walk in and she can throw harmonies around everywhere and mm. she's a dream to work with she's a perfectionist and um i think people are starting to really understand how great she was sometimes you're mm. not as valued in your yeah. lifetime, but I've talked to a lot of people and, you know, the people involved in the MSO, which is what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about, Melbourne Symphony Orchestra, is that she really was a very, very talented mm. woman and a beautiful, mm. beautiful soul. Yeah, and and the fact is that she took us all on her journey. Yeah. Um, that, that was the other thing with her career, but with um, her cancer, we went on the you know the Great Wall of China, yeah. um, all, all of that, and you know the um, the, the centre that she was very much part of that that you are as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like we all went on that journey with her, didn't we? We did. Look, I think she also she didn't really show the dark side of cancer. She showed the the strength and the warrior woman, and um, she was very protective of her personal journey. But everything was about giving people hope. And I think she did that absolutely beautifully. Mm. And that will continue through the Wellness Centre, through her legacy. Yep. And like yep. being with her a lot in America and here, whenever people were talking about her films or talking about her music, she'd segue it back to the hospital. That was so mm. important to mm. her. Mm. And so therefore it's so important to me mm. and and Chloe now. And yeah. um yeah, she wasn't she didn't like talking about herself yeah. very much. Yeah. Oh, which yeah, is beautiful which, which and rare. Is, yeah, lovely. Now you're hosting this yes. this night. So mm-hmm. are, you, are you doing little um, chats in between the songs? Is that I'll what do you're little doing? chats and I'm gonna do I'm gonna sing. I'm Brilliant. gonna do a little medley of some description that we're going to work out in a key that's not quite as high as Olivia. (laughs) She's a soprano perfect pitch and I'm an alto not not so perfect pitch, but I'll I'll get there. It'll be good. It'll be so much fun. And we've got other great, like David Campbell. He's just amazing. And Christy Whelan-Brown that I think everyone knows Christy. There's a nice connection there with Christy, isn't there? What's the connection with Olivia? Well, you tell me. Um, (laughs) Xanadu. 
Oh, yeah, because Christy played her in Xanadu. Yeah, in Xanadu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Olivia was there at the opening night of it, you know, like at the circus tent down at in Dockland. At the Docklands. circus tent. I was there. I was, so was I. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. So I'm sure she'll talk about that on the night. Yeah, well, she will. So yeah. she's got that connection. David Campbell's worked with her and he's just legend. Yeah. Actually, he came out um, at the last walk and did we all sang one of Olivia's songs on the stage out at the Wellness Walk. It was beautiful. David's so generous with his time. And also he um, he emceed her memorial, which was I couldn't think of anyone better. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. So beautiful. Mm. And then there's Jess, Jess Hitchcock. Did you see her on Carols by Candlelight? No, I no, didn't. Oh, my gosh, year. she's just beautiful, angelic voice. She's absolutely gorgeous and she's a Torres Strait Islander. So it's great having a re- representation yeah. for the Torres yeah. Strait Islanders. And then Georgina Hobson, who's like musical theatre, yeah. West Side Story yeah. and yeah. Evita and My Fair Lady and all that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So it's a, great, it's a great crew and I can't wait to get my teeth into it. It's going to be a lot of fun. With an orchestra behind yeah. you. And the orchestra. I've never sung with an orchestra. <laughs> I want to know what to do. <laughs> Soak it up. <laughs> I know, I will be soaking it up. Now, well, quite often they're doing it these days where um, they pick an artist and, and the orchestra plays with them. And usually they, they come out, and this is the gayness coming out of me, in a spectacular dress. Have you picked your dress yet? No, but now I've, the pressure's on. The you pressure just made on. me come feel. On, I have come to have, on. It's got to be spectacular, yay, right? Yay, God, okay. I'm going to look at some images of Live Light from the 70s because that was my favourite era. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to have some images and see what I can come up with. Right, oh, okay. oh, I have to do something spectacular now. <laughs> I'm not that girl. Look at me and I'm in a pair of jeans and a T-shirt and flip-flops. Um, well, I saw, because <laughs> I'm originally from Adelaide, and I saw Olivia singing at um, the Festival Theatre in Adelaide uh, back in the 70s. What was she wearing? Uh, she was wearing tight pants uh, yeah. and very glittery top. Yeah. Uh, very glittery I think I got top. I got all those hand-me-downs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My sister and I, she used to come whenever she came here, which was every year, mm-hmm. she would always bring this huge suitcase of hand-me-downs oh, and it was dream. so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I wish I'd held on to them now. Oh, you didn't keep them? No, because once you'd worn them, you'd uh, play dress-up, so uh, you're doing this and then you hand yeah. them on to someone else. And, yeah. But that's you know, a nice cycle share as well. Them. Love. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or spread the love, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a few nights as well. It's not just. Oh, it's two. So yeah. they've got the Thursday, the seventh of March, and then the, nothing on the Friday. Okay. N- not sure why, but then there's two on the Saturday. One at one, so right. there's a matinee. Yep. And then one at seven in the evening, and wow. then they're they're doing them around the country. Right. I don't know if I'm involved in them, but I'm certainly involved in this one. So right. Okay. Excited. Because um, they're going to sell out, so yeah. our people get in because tickets are. are Selling fast, I hear. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and they're pretty reasonably priced. I just went. Oh, we can't. Online. I'm afraid we can't mention the to. price. But oh, I won't. But for anyone who is interested, jump on the mso.com.au and you can find everything about that about yes. tickets for Hopelessly Devoted. Mm-hmm. So it's only because we're a community radio station. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Where we okay. can't talk prices. Yeah. but but fair, that's all right. But enough. the other thing is that part of the money goes to. The Wellness Centre, yep. the mm. Cancer Wellness Centre, which is just beautiful. It's interesting because Grandma Olivia said, uh, my her mother, my grandmother, Irena, she said, should I do this? Because she had been approached by a number of hospitals. And then when the Austin came to her, 
my grandmother, and she said as long as there's a wellness centre, because Liv mm. had to go and outsource while she was going through her cancer journey, getting acupuncture and mm. getting oncology massage and all of the things that you need. And, you know, she had her own music therapy and she was painting, so she wanted to include music therapy and art therapy. And it's just going from strength to strength. And so it's it's really beautiful that that's her real mark, mm, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. this music. And, you know, years ago, 2015, I went on tour with her in America. Ah. And we were in an airport. I'm trying to remember where the airport was. Can't remember. Because then we got on the bus and drove through sort of Nevada and that up that way. And there were school kids that recognised her from Greece. Wow. Oh, so wow. that was so touching for me. Watching it, witnessing it, because these little people, <laughs> they just love it. And I think they'll always love yeah, it, won't they? I think yeah. it will be. It always comes in, in cycles, really. It's never going to go anywhere, no, that no, movie. It's so right. joyful. And like when I went to see it the other night, people were up out of their seats. That music. Yeah. Was in, and they never thought it was, I mean, it was the lowest budget thing. They never <laughs> thought it was going to go anywhere. Yeah. And look at it. It's alive and kicking. John, but John <laughs> sure. Travolta insisted that she played the role, um, which was a lovely story as well. They have such um, a great connection. Yeah, mm. yeah. They have, they're such good friends. I, I hosted the, um, what, in, in LA, the, uh, we did the fundraiser, G'day LA. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was just before COVID. So was that 2019? I must have yeah, done that. Or yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah and I interviewed the two of them together on stage, oh. and just hanging out mm. backstage. And I've met John with her a couple of times, but this particular time I really got their connection, and it was so like brother and sister, and so fun. And they just adored each other. And he came to her memorial. We had one a family and close friends one um, in Santa Inez when I was in the States, just, uh, you know, soon after she passed away. And he was just so full of emotion. He mm. just, such a beautiful man. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful oh, guy. and they did. They had a great they friendship. They loved you know, each like, other. And yeah. everyone could mm. see that. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Well, what a great um, couple of nights and day it's going yeah. to be. Yeah. And uh, thanks for coming in today. And when's it on again? What, what are the dates? Uh, March the 7th. Yep. Uh, that's an evening one. And yep. then March the 10th, matinee and evening show. Right. Okay. Don't and it's at Hamer Hall. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Oh, nice. good. Thank you. Yeah. Hamer Hall. Uh, yes. And um, and you can buy your tickets through? MSO online. Or you know, at the Arts Centre as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Thank Toddy. you for having me oh, and helping pleasure. sprit this gorgeous show. And, that and will we, be. we can't wait to see what you're going to wear on stage. Oh, <laughs> Come on. Thanks, oh, David. Will it be two separate outfits or will it be oh, the one that you're... No, do you see what, more I see what you're trying to do <laughs> yeah, here? He's creating costume changes and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. I better go and find someone who can frock me up. All right. I'll turn it on. <laughs> Thanks so much. We've been chatting with Toddy Goldsmith, who is here in Melbourne and is going to be hosting the Hopelessly Devoted, a celebration of Olivia Newton-John with the MSO and an array of incredible performers. And that's on Art Centre Melbourne. So if you jump onto www.mso.com.au, you'll find out everything you need to there. And it's also aligning with International Women's Day. So check that out and check out, obviously, the Olivia Newton-John Cancer Wellness Centre as well. And you're listening to the Joy 94.9 Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.